I don't know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Craig. Oh, Craig. <laughs> About time you came to work, Craig. Goddamn. <laughs> he's like 30 minutes late. I'm I'm docking his pay. He was he sounds like a freaking like one of those creepy animatronics. Yeah, he's got oh. got a little bit of like a Hal 9000 kind of vibe to him. Yeah, I would say he's definitely like a five night at Freddy yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now recording. Welcome back. Come take a seat on the couch. And don't forget to grab that bomb, roll the green, and spark a blunt. Welcome to the sesh. Alright. Well, so welcome to the sesh. Uh I'm here with some two uh funny creative streamers uh local to where i am you know not gonna ddox us but local to where we are uh so i just want you guys to go ahead and introduce yourself say something about uh what you do uh who wants to go first i uh, up to you uh, after you okay i'll go first <laughs> um hi i'm alachan basically on all socials um i'm a variety streamer on twitch and I actually started streaming like way, way back and didn't and just now, like in the last couple of months, started getting consistent again. Um, and yeah, I like to play like roguelikes and uh, deck builders and any sort of game that you don't indie games. Like if you don't know it, I'm probably playing it. And uh, yeah, I feel like most of my followers come from TikTok because I did <laughs> I did do a lot of TikTok beforehand, too. I mean, that is how I found you, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, quick question for Alachon. What are your pronouns? Uh, she, her. Beautiful. All right, and uh, I guess I'll go next. Hey, everybody, I'm Timbo the Wizard. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. You can catch me on my own channel where I do a variety of things at twitch.tv slash Timbo the Wizard. Uh, I'm a variety streamer, much like Alachon. I play also roguelikes, deck builders, uh, platformers, all, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, we also do world building over on my channel where uh, we're building like a whole world together as a community and you can use channel points to redeem uh, landmarks. It's a lot of fun and we're going to do uh, adventures and stuff in there. It's, it's going to be a great time. Um, and then I'm also a collaborator with Knights of the Bantam, who are a socialist collective of tabletop RPG enthusiasts. And we do all kinds of a variety of streams of uh, tabletop stuff over on twitch.tv slash Knights of the Bantam. Uh, of which I'm in a multitude of things over there. Uh, one of which is a uh, bi monthly. It's every other Tuesday, and it, we're playing Dungeon of the Mad Mage. And I'm playing Hero Dragon Ash, a human fighter, and it's a lot of fun. And then later at the end of this year, I'm excited to announce that we're doing a, um, we're going to be running a brand new campaign that I'm actually going to be running over there. And uh, I can't say super, a huge amount more than that, but that's going to be airing um, at the end of this year. Nice, nice. Awesome. And yeah, you were also my DM for a long amount of time. Yeah, it was it was a fun it was a fun campaign. It's a, almost a, a little bit of an adaption of what we ran there too. Actually, really interesting. Oh, cool, cool. So, I mean, as you can tell, you both are very similar uh, as you are streamers who stream a lot of the same games. Uh, but I just wanted to bring you on because I wanted to talk about like virtual lifestyle, how like that's blown up since you know quarantine and everything the virtual aspect of you know making your creative bone known you know what i'm saying yeah it's um definitely i would definitely say since uh the court 
the the big quarantine happened uh there there was a major spike of everyone just being online and i know that like even if it wasn't just streaming itself i had my own discord with other friends that i made through online and we were just hanging out every day because like what else are you supposed to do you're staying at home all day you know and um yeah that just like virtual release of like being with people online definitely helped um and i think for sure changed um like i don't know at least it did for me oh absolutely i mean i um like the quarantine actually really pushed me into getting into streaming. I'm actually a fairly new streamer. I've been streaming since January of this year. Um, but like the quarantine actually like really pushed me into like really like sitting down and being like, okay, how how can I get OBS to work? What kind of branding do I want to have? Like what kind of look do I want to have on my stream? Like it really pushed me to get like get my ducks in a row in that on that level and and then like just start start doing it, you know. Most well, definitely. And I mean, especially, you know, you definitely seem to have gotten a big community and with other creatives who do the same as you uh, with all of your other streams that you do as well. Yeah, you know, it's it's real funny because, you know, like you hear like these Hollywood stories all the time, right, where like it was just like random happenstance that like some person went to like, they, they were putting out like um, they were going to all these different casting calls. Right. And just getting nothing until one final casting call, like, like really clinched it. And then they, then they like got pushed into like the spotlight. I'm almost thinking of like, uh, like Paul Bettany's like casting a vit of uh, Jarvis, which ended up being becoming vision. Right. Um, and that was like always just ticking away in the back of my mind while I was like starting. And I was like, I just want to try like talking to everybody and like, and like taking advantage of any opportunity that I could and doing so like really just kind of pushed me into like all these different circles that I wasn't really super familiar with or, and were kind of new to me, like, and really helped me explore my, like my own neurodiversity, which I thought was really cool. And it really just like pushed me into this whole new, like, like group of people that I had never like met or encountered before. And I was like, these people kind of seem like my people. And like, it's, it was just really, it kind of was like organic from there. Really interesting. Yeah. I like that. And especially when you're doing the stuff that you like and you're finding the people that you got, like you're, you're really, you're bringing together and you're missing because everyone was missing out on like that face-to-face -face connection with people throughout everything and now even like virtually just being able to go on to discord server and just talk to people about stuff that you'd like to talk about that's just a nice feeling oh for sure it, it is it is a nice feeling um and honestly like with the whole like meeting new people aspect too i i never thought i'd be speaking to some people that i i'm speaking to now you know like it it, it it's kind of weird. Um, I guess for me, it, it kind of stemmed from TikTok. And I thought like TikTok was dumb. Not gonna lie. I thought TikTok was really dumb when I began. But then um, it started with I wanted to get on because I wanted to support my sister. She's 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 like a verified um, verified TikToker, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But you just get to know like these people and everyone's just a normal person. They're not anything that like is super crazy they're just they're just normal people and you could just talk to them and be friends with them and it's awesome honestly yeah i mean i was definitely the 
when like quarantine happened and I was like, I can't go out because I had just started like, oh, I'm going to go out, do more D&D stuff. I'm going to do adventures uh, mm-hmm. like been what, what what is it called? Uh, adventures League. Yeah, I was doing Adventures League every like Thursday or whatever. And then like quarantine hit and I was like, I can't go out. I'm not. I was like, well, you know what? Let me go on Reddit and just see if anybody's looking for a game. And I found a game that I have been playing with ever since quarantine started. It's been like a year yeah. and a half. We've played D&D every Friday. That's awesome. Oh, and like for me, like even just recently, um, I just I just started like following this other streamer and he was randomly like, oh, yeah, I play D&D with my friends, but I kind of want to DM. And I was like, I'd be down. And now we're we're going to start having sessions soon. But it's just like it's really cool that you can just link up with random people and start doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like that's. Uh, a little bit of a core tenet of like uh, this other group that I'm a part of, the Knights, where like they really want to bring accessibility and diversity to like the tabletop forefront, especially in like on the on the Twitch level. And so like they run all kinds of games over there uh, alongside Dungeons and Dragons, like like c- certain games made by like people of color and stuff. It's it's really cool. And like um, I I know that they're always looking for new folks that like to come in on one shots and stuff. It's it's a lot of fun over there. Yeah, definitely. I've I've put I've been putting out some feelers, you know, over on the the Knights page. See see what I because I love making D and D stuff all all day all night. That's that's my favorite thing. Oh yeah, I, I was gonna say like with me, I feel like not a lot of people know that I'm into D and D. I'm actually pretty into it, and it started with like I love to draw. Like art is my thing. So it started with me just like watching like smaller D&D podcasts, uh, YouTube videos of people playing their characters and I would draw their characters. That's my thing. Like, I love the character creation aspect of it. It's so much fun. You can you can just sit and do it as a relaxing thing. Exactly. Such a good time. (laughs) All right. So now that we've talked a little bit about like how because we're roughly like smaller are there any like larger streamers that you thrive to be on the level of any of like your favorites i mean there are like there are a few like larger streamers that i watch pretty regularly um one of them is um dan giesling who was the um the big brother winner from like he won twice or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just like, I really, his streams have such an interesting, like frenetic energy. Cause the way that he does, like he plays like a bunch of the binding of Isaac and he is constantly running like prop bets on whether or not he'll succeed on like specific, like challenges throughout the floor. Like, will I not take any damage and stuff? And like, he always has like a diehard group of at least like 30 or 40 people that are always constantly betting and chatting at the same time. And so it's like this really interesting like economy associated with it too, which I always thought was super, super interesting. Like I really like the way that um, his community interacts with like the stream on that level. And like, I really, I think that that's a really cool aspect of his show. Just just that whole group too. I, I know he's friends with uh, Northern Lion and I really like his, <laughs> his oh, yeah. banter and like how he, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of Dan Giesling. Oh yeah, I love Lion. NL too. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and just like, I don't know. The, 
It would be cool. I, I just want to have that level of commentary, honestly. It's 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 entertaining, at least for me, even if you're like not talking to anyone, but like just telling a story and he's just, you know, you're just there to relax and chill. And that's like the kind of, I guess, vibe that I want to give off for my stream. It's like, yes, you want to interact with your, your chat, but you also want to be able to like, you know, go on your own and have have a entertaining stream. Absolutely. No, yeah. I, I I think that's something that NL has really like come into his own. He's just like his banter game is basically ascended to yeah. like a whole new level, especially in the past like couple years. It's just like <laughs> like him having a baby, I feel like has just made his banter like it's just cranked it up somehow. I don't know. I don't know what it is either. It's just like because you get like so many more topics, you know, right, right. like that's just a new chapter in your life and you can talk about something else, too. God, most of, do you guys kind of feel like you use that when you are streaming? You know, you have to sit and talk for like three hours, even when like maybe at initial there isn't as many people in chat conversating. Whenever I started Twitch, like in my college days, it was definitely just that. <laughs> Because you're like starting off with, you know, not that many viewers, not many people in chat. You're, so you're just like, all right, just talk through everything that you're doing or just talk about your day. Like, and then people will eventually come on and be like, oh, hey, you're cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people who people who watch my channel, they'll know that like a, a part and parcel to my show is like my just absolute rants that i'll go on sometimes where i'll just like just talk about like just random shit that either i'm annoyed about or like i have thoughts on i i almost like feel like it's <laughs> it's a little bit like a like a journal or a diary that i'm just like yeah here's my thoughts on on marvel movies or, or whatever you know what i mean and i'll just like talk for like 10 20 minutes about that random thing and let and then people will chat back and they'll be like well here are my thoughts and then we can like have a whole discussion because that's one of the things i really enjoy about twitch is like it's fun to like stream and like and be a personality and stuff, but I also really enjoy interacting with the community and like taking their feedback and then the conversation shifts and changes and like and and like I'm oh, a yeah. neurodiverse person, right? I have ADHD, so like that is like candy for my brain because it's like, yeah, now we can bop we can talk between like three different topics and I can just pivot effortlessly between <laughs> the three of them and and it will actually make sense a little bit in context at least. Most yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. Most definitely. So how do you guys feel about like, do you think, you know, are you very motivated to like constantly put out content, you know, stream and do things? Because I know a lot of that can be hard, you know, just on normal days, but especially, you know, if you get like a troll or you get someone just pushing negative energy your way for no reason, how does that kind of affect you? I mean, for me, if if someone being stinky, they going out. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, that it's, it's as easy as that. You make the community that you just be clear on what you want your community to be. Have those, like, rules in your head of, like, okay, what's not okay? What's not cool? And then also mods help, too. So, like, with me, I feel like it's pretty easy to <laughs> keep that contained, at least. So the far and everyone so far has been super nice and they've been either super supportive or super like tro trolly in a joking way, which I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, like we're just friends messing around. No, yeah, absolutely. I 
I, I read this piece of advice online that was like, your community is a reflection of yourself, right? And I, I like, I think that that's a very true statement, right? Because if you allow people to be shits in chat, then that's very much a reflection of like the kind of energy that you're you're putting out for sure, absolutely. Um, luckily, I myself haven't like like a lot uh, like Alachan. It sounds like. I haven't had that negative experience just yet of like having too many, like I haven't been hate rated personally. And, you know, I've got a, I've got a crack mod who like helps if anybody were to like show up and troll, but like I am a moderator for another Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash gender meowster, who is like a super cool non-binary streamer who does um, these really interesting talk shows on gender and sexuality. And like, occasionally you will have like, a shitty person, a bad actor show up in chat and just, you know, start to like, like make trouble. And, you know, it's like, you just gotta, you just gotta drop that ban hammer basically. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The ban hammer of God. Totally. Yeah. 100%. No, I definitely have like, before I was, when, before, whenever I was uh, streaming in college, still, um, I definitely got hate rated, and it was so bad. I I immediately ended my stream, and like that experience, you just like it happens so fast, um, and you're just like, uh, you, I, I froze because I didn't know what to do. I'm like, uh, this is not nice. These are nice things. What? And then I finally just, I try to like fix it myself but then I, I i gave in and was just like i need to stop the stream this is not good and then had to um had to kind of rebuild like my moderation system after that and then luckily i had friends that were like uh that happened to you i will mod for you uh so that doesn't happen again i'm like yeah thank you so much so definitely was a big lesson on my part uh, when that happened, but I I definitely don't wish that on anyone else. Absolutely, and the fact that that's still like an issue from however however long ago till now, like mm -hmm. it's absurd. Like, and the fact that like Twitch was so like happy to introduce the tag system, right? but was is like still not like pushing moderation tools that like the average user can use on mass and like pushing obvious like banned words like like using special characters to misspell the n-word and stuff like i mean come on it's like super basic and it's like it shouldn't be this difficult for you to <laughs> to do that you would, yeah. like you would think not... they could do it i mean it, it doesn't seem right. that harsh they're literally a multi-billion dollar company. Like, <laughs> what's your excuse? You're owned by Amazon also. Like, well, they, well then yeah, fuck, fat, yeah. fuck Jeff Bezos. That's why. I mean, just, <laughs> um, but I do want to just, I just want to um, pivot back slightly to the, to the other aspect of your question that you asked Jared um, about um, pushing content and that desire to push content. Cause I, I totally know what you mean. And I do definitely feel that way. It's, it's very tricky. Cause I feel like, like we're really conditioned by society to be like, hey, everything that you do, you got to monetize it, right? You can't just have like a hobby and like enjoy doing whatever, because if you're not actively using your time to make money, then you're wasting it, right? But like, I find that to be such a toxic mindset because it's like, if I'm stressed out about making the content that I want to make, the content kind of suffers for it, you know? Like it needs to be from a place of enjoyment, I feel like. and 
I, if you're forcing it, it's not going to feel like natural. It's not going to feel, and, and I feel like that's going to come across to the viewer as well, to the consumer of that product, right? They're going to be like, well, this felt rushed or this felt like their heart wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I totally get that. I feel like if you are having a bad day, then just don't just let yourself have a bad day. Because um, I've definitely taken breaks, you know, I've taken breaks and be like, I need to uh, step off because, yeah, like pushing out content can be fun, but sometimes it can get straining. And once it starts getting straining, you're like, all right, take a break, take a day and then you can get back on it because I totally agree. You don't want to you don't want to be on there and then have like your your friends, essentially your community watching you and be like, are you OK? <laughs> You know, like you, you want to be fine. <laughs> like you Most are okay, definitely. and you should take care of yourself. You know, it. I feel like it's the same. Like, if you ever cook and you're upset, the food's gonna suffer. It's gonna taste bad. You wanna, you wanna make the things that you want to enjoy while you're happy. Yeah, that's a good metaphor for sure. So, I mean, you both have like re- like you, you sh- like stream very, very constantly. How do you guys feel about like just how constant your community is or how much of an like an incline it's been as of recent? For me, I actually <laughs> it's it's quite funny. I okay, in college, which was about three, four years ago now, um, whenever I started streaming, I was like that person. I had nothing to do. So I was like streaming every day just for fun, whatever. And I finally made affiliate and I just disappeared i disappeared for like eight months then i popped back in one stream disappeared eight months <laughs> and then now and <laughs> come back to now i'm like you know what you know what i i really want to try the streaming thing so i like comp- my my like discord server is not what it used to be i i looked up stuff put all the stuff in i'm like all right alana if you're gonna do this you're gonna have to do a set schedule because like I have, I'm busy. I work a nine to five, you know, I also like I like to go work out. So like I have to schedule my days essentially and be like, all right, if you really want to do this, just a lot of time and just do it. And since I made a schedule, it's like easy. It's just like it just becomes a part of my routine. And I was just like, this is awesome. Like and because it's become consistent i see growth like people coming into my server and they're like oh my god this is awesome we all like watch like freaking demon slayer uh whenever it comes out every week now and it's it's really cool it's it's like you you make a little plant and you're seeing it grow and you're just like man i did that and it's 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 definitely very rewarding to see like that type of growth happening from being consistent Sorry, that was that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, no, that was great. That was great. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to formulate a response. Um, oh, no problem. So, how long have you been? Can I ask how long have you been consistently streaming for? Now? Um, well, I have subs now that are just reaching three months, so I would say about three months. Nice. Yeah, and it's really cool seeing the growth just from you know that little amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny because that's one of the things that I I don't currently have right now in terms of a community. I don't have a Discord server, but it's I'm I'm I've got one of those in the works. Um, but most of the time, like, or 
for in terms of like my growth, I guess I um it's funny that you mentioned consistency because like I find that having a consistent schedule is really can be really helpful. Um, especially since like it allows people to like schedule you into their day, right? Like it allows people right, exactly. Cause it's like, oh well, I know that this person is gonna be live for like a few hours, so I can go and vibe with them, right? And and we can hang out. Um and because of that, like you, um, I find that the, um, the growth has been like more consistent recently. Like I've definitely like in the first few, you know, I don't, I don't really look at, I haven't barely been looking at my, my stats very much recently. Cause I've kind of, my, my, my focus has been a little bit split between like what's going on with my channel and the Knights channels. Um, simply just because like, it's like a, the Knights are like a, a kind of larger form, like media project. Cause we've got like lots of, lots of things going on. Like we've got social media over there and stuff that we're worrying about and, and other things. Like, um, it's funny that you mentioned TikTok. Cause like, I know there are several people like we've got, a, there's like a Knights TikTok that I'm not a part of, but like that's being run by, um, several like really cool people who are like like very tiktok very into like tabletop tiktok so like it's a really <laughs> mm-hmm. uh not not exactly my speed but like it's a lot of fun though <laughs> <laughs> yeah no there's all sorts of people on tiktok you'd be you'd be surprised like it's not just all dancing i will say i made my first tiktok oh, today nice. oh it was uh it was just about filming the podcast but it was oh, awesome. to the, uh, you know, the like might be remix uh, thing that's been going around. Might be remix. Yeah. It's like, girl, I know that you might be. And then like you're supposed to stand still. And then all right, whatever. I just I did a little TikTok today. It was my first one. I still. That's awesome. Though. I thought TikTok was dumb. And I was like, I'm too old. For TikTok. I can't do TikTok. I'm on TikTok every day. I just. <laughs> <laughs> just flip through all of the things on my for you page just constantly. It has become a global like thing now. Like it's insane. People uh, uh, to me it's it's quite insane. Like even at work I I I I'm a marketing specialist at where I work and um <laughs> I was just like, we should get into TikTok. They're like, nah, nah. And then in the next month after we started TikTok, it's just like, oh yeah. We should continue TikTok because it's doing good for the company. I was like, "Oh crap, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it it has big impact now. It's insane. Honestly, it is. I see that, like just how many likes things have on TikTok are ridiculous. I was, I was like, this has over two hundred k people have been liking this thing. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like like I want to. I have like some clips and stuff from my own stream and like from the Knights channel that I would like to post on there, but I feel like there's like a certain level of polish or like editing that has been done that like I don't have the tools or like the skill set in order to do. So it's also like a a little bit of another barrier to entry, but I, you know, I could look into it, you know, for sure. It's for, it's, it's literally for anyone, you know, I, I generally just shit posts, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's why that's valid i love shit posts <laughs> yeah exactly oh man yeah no i, I it definitely it's definitely like one of those i feel like whenever a new type of social media comes out it, it it just has the potential to blow up 
immensely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I, I was doing pretty good whenever, especially during the quarantine, whenever um, Animal Crossing came out. I, I, I was one of those Animal Crossing TikTokers. And um, now that it's now with the whole update coming out again, it's just like, oh, oh, sh- <laughs> do I go back to doing Animal Crossing stuff? <laughs> like- <laughs> Do I go back to Animal Cross TikToking? Yeah. I mean, maybe. maybe. If, that is, if that's what you're feeling. <laughs> I have not played Animal Crossing in so long. But my island is perfect. You want to know why? why? So I changed my Wi-Fi and it disconnected it from my Switch. So the time never updates. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never updates. Amazing. It still thinks it's like 2019. Big brain moves. So now my island doesn't look like crap when I return, you know? Yeah. But, but speaking of like success and big stuff, did you guys see the the Twitch leaks like cost analysis that they that was published? Oh, the leak. Um, I didn't see it, but I feel like I feel like a lot of that stuff is like, all right, how many subs they got times two divided by, or, or times two, wait, how many, how many subs they got times five divided by two? That's what it is. And that's like how much they would be making from subs alone, you know? Like, to me, I feel like it's not that as surprising. I mean, did you see it, Critical Role? Yeah, I mean, Yeah. <laughs> 10 was that within um like a year i think that was in a month from subs alone okay so it was like 100 so like 120 million dollars in subs yeah year though honestly that doesn't it's like critical role is like a huge company though isn't it like yeah there's like there's tons of people that work there there's like behind the scenes people yeah it's not surprising set building and stuff mini painting like i feel like there's like a shit ton of production that goes on that would chunk that budget like a huge amount they've got to pay rent i mean yeah i feel like critical role had it on lock they knew what they were doing day one because they said let's get a bunch of us voice acting friends and play D, and we'll take that forever Cause they're just going. No, I'm not like I'm not up on the the lore of the of Critical Role, both of the IRL lore or the in universe lore. But didn't it start out initially as Geek and Sundry on, on yeah. Geek and Sundry? Right, so. right, right, right. Yeah, because I like I I you mean I mean it was a killer formula over on Geek and Sundry, and then I guess they just spun I mean, off. Right, they just took what was theirs. They said I, we could do this, and yeah. And it's, it's it, but it's also crazy because they also have like their own merch and stuff, right? Like they're also making profit off of that. So like you add, yeah, you add on to that too. Absolutely. Whatever specials that they have, you know, it's, it's, um, it's interesting. And they're, and they're each successful, still employed voice actors. Well, of course, because like uh, essentially right. them being on that would showcase their skills in itself, right? Because they're voice acting, playing the games, and then other people are just like, oh, yeah, you're that guy from Critical Role. I need a big, booming voice. Can you do this? Like, you yeah, know? I can do that. And they're just like, oh, <laughs> you're McCree. That's it. 
Right. <laughs> and and that's not even talking like that's before brand deals and sponsorships and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I think that's like, again, I'm not super up on on all the crit roll stuff, but don't they also have like a, a foundation also, or something as well? Another, I just I like what Critical Role does for the community, but I can't sit and listen to a four hour D&D camp like session. I want to play that. I don't want to listen to other people play that. Mm. Yeah, I'm not big on the. I, I, I am also the same way. Like, I have not like followed through with their lore or anything like that. Um, but um, I, I do enjoy. Like, I guess I really enjoy homebrews. Like podcast podcasts that do like really crazy po- homebrews. There's one on Spotify called Crit Sandwich. And it's so good. It they just it, they like do random um <laughs> like okay, okay. I can't even explain it right. But one of their one of their campaigns was Mad Max Road Fury, except they were all Pokemon. And I was just like, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like crazy, you know? And it's like that that typical I like I like listening to that like the awesome. kind of off the beaten road types of things. Oh, absolutely. And there's tons of like, there's so much cool homebrew stuff going on in the tabletop scene right now. Like if you just like look at Twitter, like people Mm -hmm. are posting like incredible like subclasses, adventures, maps. It's it's pretty wild. And like and like the Kickstarter side of like tabletop has been like ridiculous blowing up. Like I think the yeah, it's been it's been huge. Like the I think the um it wasn't the Avatar, the last Airbender Kickstarter, like the like the ninth or tenth most back Kickstarter of all time. Yeah, it's a tabletop. I, it's so interesting. Wow. And if they let me be a waterbender, it's over. I win. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's gonna be. I'm super excited for that. Just so strong. I don't. No one can prove me wrong because every waterbender has been the strongest waterbender. I had an idea for a um, for a metal bender uh, who. Um, uses like basically tinfoil and they've got like rolls of tinfoil like strapped to them so like they can spin it out and like basically they'll like cover somebody or something in the tinfoil and then they'll be able to like manipulate and metal bend them it's kind of like like cheap blood bending i was kind of thinking <laughs> what what kind of bender would you be um what kind of vendor would i, I honestly i'd probably go earth i'd go earth just because um I don't know. I I I've always liked all the earthbending characters uh, in the in the series, so I, I would go Earth. <laughs> you, you both of you Earth Nationers gotta gotta join the water tribes. One of the water one of the water bendage was so strong it became the moon. And that's canon. That's, that's fucking canon. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, this this one water bender is so strong it has to become the moon. You got I mean, point. that or air, because if you go crazy, you can fly. That's all I've gotten from the last season of uh, Legend of Korra. Pretty much. Yeah. It's the 10th most back Kickstarter of all time. Damn. I, I always felt man, I should get a Patreon or something, you know? Just I want just some free money. That that's what... <laughs> Well, you have to like. What would people get on the Patreon? I feel like people with uh, Patreons usually have like, oh, there's exclusive content in, you know, that others can't get without having the Patreon. I feel like they get this podcast one day early. 
Right. I mean, yeah. There exclusive you access. You can be like, hey, if you want to help support whatever, I like. I also have this idea for like a fantasy, like a, uh, it's it's like a fake podcast within a real podcast. It's going to be about like this fake guy in this fake town who wants to be, uh, what is it, zoo, cryptozoologist. And he's going to start because one of the guys thinks that another guy is just a book. He just thinks that everything he does is just a book. And he's like three books in a trench coat or something. But it's going to be like, he's going to be like going, like, it'd be essentially me first, like having a little bit where like I'm in front of this microphone talking about what I'm going to do and like going out and like having, you know how audio changes if it's like a microphone or like a phone or something do it like that interviewing this guy who seems very interesting he's a book he's a book oh no it's it's like half an idea i'm getting heavy welcome to night veil vibes and i'm here for it maybe i'll put that on the if yeah if people if people pay me on this patreon they get that i don't list man i enjoy talking to you guys this was, this was good i'm loving <laughs> all the banter and everything uh i'm thinking we are gonna probably wrap this up in a little bit but, you know, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, I did. So I, I pulled up Alachan's Twitch page because I was curious. And I saw you were playing Inscription. Yes, what did you I, 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 saw, <laughs> I was looking. I was like, hmm, who is this person? I saw you were playing Inscription, too. Amazing. I played it. Um, I only played it for, like, the three hours that I played it for on whenever it released uh, on the 29th. So I'm not that far into it. Um. I I'm loving it so far. I that's really... so funny because I've only played like the four hours I played on Friday, so it sounds like we're at at the same spot. Okay, okay, okay cool. I <laughs> yeah, I, it's super cool. I want to play more of it. Um, I'm really <laughs> considering changing the game that I usually play on Monday just to play Inscription because I'm just like I want to go back into playing the game. Um, it's just so like because with roguelikes, it's it's hard. It, What's different about this one is that there's a there's this goal of like you're wanting to escape where you are right now. Like you're you're in this cabin, like with this weird thing, man. You don't know. You don't see his face. He puts masks on, and you your whole goal is to escape, right? But he's making he's forcing you play these games that have like weird demonic sacrificing um, <laughs> gameplay. And, like, you keep, quote-unquote, dying, but not really. I don't know. The whole I just like the whole aspect that you're trying to escape. And that it's kind of, kind of like an escape room situation, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like a really interesting combination of both, like, it's like a narratively driven game, but it's also a deck builder, it's but it's exactly. also a roguelike, but it's also an escape yeah. the room game, and the cards talk <laughs> to you sometimes. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's I I just so far the story I I've been trying to avoid all the videos like YouTube videos on it because oh, I too. know like all the all the YouTubers are like streaming it. I'm like, no, I can't look at it because <laughs> I want to experience it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um. But yeah, I 
I lo- I'm in love with the game. Yeah, I've seen like, and I know I'm, I'm like doing the exact thing. I'm trying to remain spoiler free, but I've seen like just like like it will be like up on like the front page, or, and people will be playing it, and the like they'll be on a screen that looks like completely different than anything that I've yes. seen, and I'm like, what is even <laughs> yes. going on? I know. I I literally saw like a thumbnail. I'm like, that's not the game. Why does the same inscription? No. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're welcome for the oh, clock yeah. puzzle. <laughs> yeah, you you gave me you said eleven, and I was just like, I don't know how you got that number, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin it. Have you been playing it? I have not. I have, I have a friend who's been playing it. We've been um... looking at some of it. Uh, he just put in like all of the ones one by one <laughs> until it worked. Oh, really? Just brute force it. That's how. That's how you do it. You just brute force. <laughs> Well, I eventually got like unlocked more of that clock puzzle later on, but um, yeah, it's a uh, very interesting. Such a such a interesting looking game. Are there any games you guys like excited for? Uh, be me being a Nintendo buff. Uh, Breath of the Wild too, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, oh yeah, that's gonna slap. I was going to say Elden Ring. I'm excited for that. Ooh, yeah. I've been playing Dark Souls recently again. Dark Souls 3. Uh, but bow only. I can only use a bow. Bow only. Yeah. That sounds hard. Yeah. See, my my community wants me to play like, uh, oh, shoot. What is it called? Oh, it's uh, the vampire one. That's like Bloodborne? Dark Souls. Mm. Bloodborne. Yeah. They want me to play Bloodborne. And I was Bloodborne like, is I don't super know. good. Do you like Dark Souls games? I Okay, a long time ago, I tried playing them and I just kind of gave up because I was just, I was just like, "What's the whole deal about this?" And I like, I probably played like fifteen minutes of it. I'm like, "Okay, I'm done." Like, but I can see how like a person like me that is totally inexperienced would be entertaining to watch just play Dark Souls. Baby's first Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. Um, or a game like I, Bloodborne. I would say that Bloodborne is like probably like a good one to start with, though, because it out of all the Dark Souls game, it's like the fastest paced out of all of them, except for maybe Sekiro. So, like, if you if you get mm-hmm. if you get that one down, you'll 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 just trounce the rest of them pretty much like <laughs> easily. I hope you're ready to die. All right. That's all you. That's all you need yeah. to know. Don't worry, I'll. Just continuously press the whatever key. <laughs> I I feel like I felt like the game I was interested in has already come out, and it was Psychonauts two. Like that was, I love that game. Oh. I love Psychonauts one. Oh, yeah. I play it constantly throughout the years. It's the only game that still holds up. It holds up so well. I I started I actually whenever it was out on Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, I was playing Psychonauts just to be like, oh, I want to play Psychonauts and then into Psychonauts 2. Um not to yet to play Psychonauts 2 yet. Oh, Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2 might be my game of the year this year. It's really good. It's excellent. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's it's so fire. Especially if you played the first one, like it mm-hmm. it's amazing because it it took like like 20 years for that like maybe maybe not 20 like 16 something like that for psychonauts 2 to came out and it's like it was worth the wait somehow like they actually made it like like you would have thought that it wouldn't have been able to live up to the first one but not only does it live up i think it's actually better (laughs) yeah they definitely took what we what we liked about the game and they're like let's just keep doing that oh yeah 
Yeah. And and they and they like there's like some quality of life updates and stuff to it as well, but it still has this like very very classic feel. And like the visuals of the game are super interesting too because it's like it's like got that classic 90s kind of adventure like like aesthetic to it, like the how the first game does, but it's just more detailed and it just looks better. It's it's really interesting cuz like they they managed to capture mm-hmm. the vibe and the art aesthetic of the first one while making it just look better. Yeah. Well, I for sure have to take a look at it then, because I I, w- I was enjoying Psycho- the first Psychonauts a lot. So, oh yeah, I would say beat the, beat the first Psychonauts before playing the second one, but the second one definitely is also good standalone. Absolutely. Have, have you gotten to the Milkman level oh, yet? Yeah. The question. Milkman level? No. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, you're in for the best oh ride. Have you done? Have you? Uh, did you get to Lungfishopolis? No, I. I I, I like I said, I barely got into this game. I think I just got into where I can go outside. Like you were in the um, school for like so long and then you go outside. You can explore the other areas. I'm just there. Like you meet the family and everything. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're in for a good time. You're in for a good time. But the Milkman is like my favorite level, hands down. All right, for sure. Do you have any game of the year game? that you've played? Game of the year. Oh, that's that's a that's a hard one. Um I mean, two months to I go. know, I know. <laughs> two months to go. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I haven't been playing a lot of games since um I started streaming. Cause just cause I've I like like I, I also have ADHD. So I, I go through like very different like obsessions uh over months and so i i feel like i don't have a lot of like games that i've been playing that came out this year they're like new or whatever so i can't really have like an opinion on that um but so far i don't know i i really like i i know it didn't come out this year but i had did it come out this year i don't know i've been playing hades and i really liked hades as a roguelite um and yeah, th- th- that's that's pretty much the only game I could say that I've really enjoyed playing this year, just because I, uh, I I just got into it, and like the feeling, the feeling of finally defeating Hades was awesome. Yeah, Hades. Yeah, Hades is a great game. But I, I I'm not sure if it came out this year, but it definitely was like game of the year, whatever year it came out for sure. Like that game, that game slaps. It's super good. Yeah, I, and I only started playing this year, so like that's why I'm saying like absolutely. Ah, I mean, no, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I still play it like it came yeah. out this year. I've actually no. like been exactly. going back to it recently to like play it because like I've been doing like after like you get the heat levels and stuff like mm-hmm. at, at, like and it's like, man, the game like really changes. Like I, I activated a heat level where it was like uh, the bosses have new attack patterns. And I was like, what could this possibly be? And it was oh, really no. cool. It was like and, like when you get when you fight the Furies, you actually fight multiple of them instead of just one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the and the 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 bone hydra like its head appears in the middle of the map instead of the edge, so you like you literally have no safe place to stand. It's so cool. Oh man, I gotta, I definitely, I've been going back to Enter the Gungeon. It came out last year, so I guess I would say last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think but the- I had I. What's crazy is like I literally bought it and I didn't play it till this year. I think and all that- my friends are like, you should play it. I'm like, all right. I think that that's still valid that you should could say that it's your game of the year, regardless of whatever year it came out. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> if that's the game yeah. when you play. No, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. Now I have to look at what, what games came out this year. 
I also knows? um I um I really like Deathloop. Uh, yes, that, that, Deathloop like was fun. Yeah, I I played Deathloop. Um, and I was getting, I was I was really getting into it. That did come out this year, huh? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that came out um a few months ago. Yes. Uh, I was thinking about restreaming it. Um, because I never I played it, but I never streamed it. Um, just because I don't know, it was fun. It's very uh cool auto battler kind of. I guess. I think I think we might be thinking of a different game. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> What did I'm you thinking say? Of death loop. Oh nope. I'm thinking loop hero. Oh loop hero. <laughs> loop hero was good too. Oopsie. No worries. Yeah, loop hero. I like loop hero too. That game's good. <laughs> death loop is um. Oh. Wow. That's a whole Sorry, different game. Yep, that's a whole different game. Oops. I <laughs> it, it had loop no, in that's it. Okay, fair, that's it was, fair. That's was... fair. No, Loop Hero was really good too. I never got past. I never got past like year one, <laughs> but I like. Really? No, yeah, I I got to the. <laughs> I, uh, there were multiple times when I had multiple runs where I got to within five hit points on the final boss, and I died, and I was oh like, "Well, goodness. I'm angry." <laughs> I I. I defeated the final boss once, and then I just like I got busy and never got back into it. I really want to play that game through, though. Yeah, it's cool. But what about what about uh, Deathloop? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so so Deathloop. I just I really I really enjoyed the format of Deathloop. Like I thought that the way that you dissected that story and like the nature of the time loop. So, uh, so Deathloop is a story uh, about a time loop where you play um, Colt, who is a man stuck in a repeating day on an island, and the uh, uh, he has recently become aware of the fact that he is constantly repeating, but you're not sure how long the time loop has actually been active for, and he is trying to stop the time loop from repeating um, and another character named Juliana is attempting to prevent you from doing so. And so basically the way the, the game works is there is, uh, in, in the early hours of the game, you find out that the reason why the time loop is going on is that there are these seven people uh, scattered across the island who are the people who created the time loop and the company that is, that is funding everything called the Visionaries. And the Visionaries have been like bio-organically tied to the mm. loop. So them being alive continues to makes the loop continue to propagate. And so over the course of the game, you have to figure out a way throughout the four different stages of the day, morning, uh, noon, afternoon, and night, how to kill all seven of these people in the same loop. So that way it will destabilize and you can break free. And it's really, really interesting. And it's got some really cool narrative and it's made by the people who made Dishonor. It. So okay. it's got this great stealth action element. Yeah, it's it's super cool. It's a lot of fun. And like one of the most compelling elements is that, so you're trying to kill these visionaries, right? So you're like an assassin more or less. And they're this other character who's trying to prevent you, whose name is Juliana, they can be either an NPC or player controlled. And if it's like a player controlled character, it's like a Dark Souls style invasion where they show up in your world and they try to gun you down and kill you and prevent you from doing it. And, and it's really, really interesting. There's some really wild shit. And then you can also like you on the flip coin, you can play as Juliana and like go hunting Colt. It's great. It's awesome. Did I love the game. I hate, I hate time travel in every iteration of it, <laughs> but I love the game. 
the, the uh, wait just to be like on the what new games came out this year that i'm looking through right now <laughs> i i definitely uh was sucked into genshin impact for a good month and then oh my I god dropped it. <laughs> yeah. it was I... it was bad <laughs> And it's I still and so people long. still playing it. Like people are still playing it too. I haven't, I haven't played that personally. It's like a Breath of the Wild cross gotcha fun game, right? Yeah, it, it it is, it is, and it's it's fun. Um, with me, like it made sense because like I, I'm just a huge Le Legend of Zelda fan. The, just all the games, I love them, all of them. Um, so whenever that came out, I was like, oh, this is like Breath of the Wild, and um. I got hooked, but then I was just like, oh, this is very grindy. Nope. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually my my barring point for most MMOs, where it's like, man, I'm going to have to grind like 40 I stayed, hours. I stayed with it. Yeah. I got pretty yeah. high up, but then I was like, I, I got to stop playing this game. <laughs> I have friends that are like, so uh, I see that you just stopped playing Genshin. Like, I saw your level. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they're still playing. I'm like, I'm sorry. I tried. I tried it out. It was fun for what it was, and then I left. Thank, thank goodness. I did not spend any money. So yeah, you mentioned you like uh, Legend of Zelda. Can I ask? Do you have a favorite Legend of uh, Zelda game? It's hard. That's that's. It's like Breath of the Wild. I feel like does not count within the 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 series because it's just like its own thing. You, you know, know at this crap. point, it's its it's its own thing. Like, and it stands alone. It's it's a great game. I really like uh, Wind Waker. It has uh, the cartoon style, and when it came out, um, was big for me, at least. Um, I also love Majora's Mask. Yeah, that's fine. So it has to be it has to be a tie between the two. Um, I personally, I just like Wind Waker because it was just kind of like it was one of those games that came out that like everyone was so mad about like why did you make link look like this da, da, da. like people were mad about that game and then later on it just became one of those like this is a uh, this was like the time that it just became a cool game because it's like oh yeah the style changed and it's so cool it, it, it became something else later on so i really have a a big appreciation with what they did with like the art style with that game oh no absolutely and people I, I remember that people were annoyed at how cartoony it was and then they did twilight mm. princess and they were annoyed at how realistic it was and it was like fucking yep. pick a lane <laughs> twilight princess is a good one too it's hard it's, it's hard i i really but, like wind waker but i i haven't had the opportunity to play majora's mask but i really want to i hear mm. that game again with a time loop kind of element right yes. like really really yes. interesting my favorite, Very interesting. My favorite Zelda game is uh, the Minish Cap, actually. Oh, good! It's a good one, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like everybody's like really favorite Zelda game is the one that they played when they were like twelve. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that, their formative yeah. Zelda game. That's true. No, I I've I've played all of them. So. <laughs> I also very much agree that Breath of the Wild should not be counted within the scope of the other games no, because yeah. Breath of the Wild it's is like the, it's not the same. Absolutely. It's a totally different game. Um it, like the characters, yes, they're the same, but I feel like it's on a different I level. I mean, technically the characters aren't even the same. True. I th isn't it in the time like timeline, it's like the very I don't first. even know, but I hate it. Okay. I hate 
<laughs> I thought it was at the, I thought it was at the very end of the no. timeline. No, or very end. I always forget. It's either at the very beginning or at the very. Either end. way, I hate it. Either way, no, good. you're right. It's at the it's at the end because a hundred years passed. You're right. You're right. right. I, I mean, even then, it's not even very clear because, like, in the Wind Waker version, it seems like the entire planet has flooded. So, like, what is even going on with that, yeah. right? But it's. <laughs> It, the the timeline in itself is that's why I hate it because there's like three right. different branches because I, and it's like starting at like ocarina of time right because it's like what if Link died when he was a child what if he yeah. succeeded when he was a child what if he died when he was a it's just like it's like like I need like exactly. I feel like that that meme of Charlie from uh, it's always sunny just with the whiteboard and like the string it's just like it all makes sense <laughs> definitely not I oh you know what. I like Hyrule Warriors. Have you have y'all played that? That actually I've not played. So I can't say that I played all the Zelda games because I haven't tried I haven't those. Games like a, it's yet. like a Dynasty Warriors cross Zelda game. Right? That's my yeah. That, any Dynasty Warriors was my jam. I played that so often. I heard the the latest one that came out after Breath of the Wild was kind of like a love letter to Breath of the Wild. Because it was like all like the background right. characters, the background. Oh, awakening. Of, 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 yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. not had the chance to play that one either. But it, you know, like I can get down with a good button masher, like, and especially like with the themed characters and stuff. And it's got co-op too, right? Uh, I, I don't know. He's <laughs> like, no, it, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like it might. I mean, it looks kind of fun. I feel like I feel like there was like um like like the era of couch co-op games is really has really bygone like i remember like back in the day like playing like castle crashers and like you know that kind of stuff i i, I really like i kind of weep for the mm -hmm. the passage of the of the couch co-op it's it's unfortunate i know i miss i miss it so much oh, you know oh man that's why i like like jack in the box like those are the type of games you can play anytime anywhere yeah, um, and, and it's fun. I like doing that with my stream occasionally. Um, I'll play like maybe once a month. I'll be like, oh, it's a Jackbox kind of day. Let's play with everyone. And it's it's some games definitely more fun with actual like people that you can sit next to <laughs> because some games are like <laughs> that. You have to play them and like they have to lie. And the only cue of knowing that they're lying or not is looking at their face. So. I don't know. It, it's fun. It is definitely fun. I mean, have you have you have you guys played Among Us with your with your chat? Oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> I'm awful. I'm absolutely trash at the game. <laughs> and um, my sister, she she went live. She's like, and she actually she she can actually play the game very well. But she has a lot of very loyal like followers, and so. Like, whenever she played at the time, and I was like, Alana, play with me. I'm like, okay. Um, she'd be like, Alana's the killer. Killer. And, like, <laughs> and like I was just gone. And, she, she, and I was like, no, I'm not. I would argue so hard that it wasn't. But it, because everyone was just loyal to my sister and, like, there were her followers, so I was just like, just I couldn't you. do anything. Yeah, I, I literally couldn't do anything. I was like, I can't, I can't play this game. It's going to make me so mad. It's a funny story, though. <laughs> I used to play like constantly. You used to play. <laughs> yeah. You used to play. Oh, I, I thought you said you used to play in costume. I was like, really? No, no, no. I used to like I, when it first came out. I was like, you know, I'm gonna play a little bit of it, and then like, it's a fun game. 
It's an old it, game. Hasn't it been out since forever? Old. I mean, the concept of Among Us has been out forever. Yeah, there's other games such as Project Winter, which is really fun. Or um, uh, Unfortunate Spacemen. Yeah. Or just the OG Town of Salem. Yes, Town, town of Salem. Oh, my God. I, I remember playing so much of I played more of Town of Salem than I did Among Us. I'm not gonna lie. Also, yeah, no, I used to play it all the time. Tim, have you ever played? Um, I have not played Town of Salem. Uh, that was one of the games. Like, I tried to get into it, but like, there was. I think it was just a, the rule set was a little bit too in depth for me, or I didn't understand the mechanic or the controls. Some, some, there was some barrier to entry. Um, but I did play like a little bit of uh, like Trouble and Terrorist Town back in the day on like Gmon. I played that the other day. Really, that's fun. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think the. Uh, the person that made Gary's mod is making a new Gmod too, uh, in like the new Source Engine. That's gonna be pretty wild. But um, I have only played Among Us like a handful of times. One of the times was with the Knights, um, and we did it on stream. It was like a lot of fun because I ended up using like my voice mod and like <laughs> I was like pretending to be like a demon at points, just to, like throw, yeah, just to <laughs> throw people off a little bit. You know, just just you a, have little, a, voice a little mod? chaos in there. Do you not? Yeah, you don't have a voice mod? No. <laughs> I should I should get one. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> it's such a good it's such a fun tool. I love using it. Do you just download that? Like Yeah. It's uh okay. just mine is just called voice mod. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It could be it could be really it could be really funny. Especially definitely need to look at that. All right, guys. It's about that time. It was amazing talking to you. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been it is awesome. All right. Uh, just say what your your name is and what you do again, and we'll close it out. All right. Again, uh, thank you very much, Druid King, the sesh the sesh cast yeah, for having me. Um, I'm Alachan for variety streamer. Twitch.tv slash Alachan. You can find me on all Alachan on all socials. Um, and I appreciate being here thank you for having me yeah hey everybody i'm timba the wizard you can catch me on twitch at twitch.tv slash timba the wizard where we do a variety of streams um uh ranging from table uh from platforming to uh let me take it from the top <laughs> go, go ahead hey everybody i'm timba the wizard you can catch me on twitch.tv slash timba the wizard where we do a variety of things you can also catch me over on knights of the bantam at twitch.tv slash knights of the bantam every other tuesday for dungeon of the mad mage nice and i'll put all of that in the description thank you so much and thanks again for having us i appreciate yeah it. a pleasure is all mine oh thank you for listening and just another special shout out to Timbo and Alechan. Make sure you check out the description of the episode to see their social media and their Twitch handles. Uh, make sure you go give them a watch. They are amazing streamers. I want to give special shout outs to Jessica, Vaughn, Kong, Alan, and Miggy. Thank you for providing questions in the Discord server. Uh, and shout-outs to everyone for listening. And don't forget to grab that bomb, roll the green, and spark a blunt. Thank you for listening to The Sesh.